Uh, my week's been fine. Uh, I had President's Day off on Monday, so made a sacrifice to Benjamin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Our strongest president? Mm-hmm. Give me a decade that you think he was president. Wasn't it like the 1860s? No. 1860s is Abraham Lincoln. No, that Andrew sounds Johnson and that Grant. sounds right to me. I think Benjamin Harrison navigated us through the Civil War. <laughs> 1890. Navigated us through Reconstruction. No, this is after Reconstruction. Ended. Did Reconstruction ever end? Eight years prior. No. Eight or twelve. It ended. Seventy-six. So yeah, would have been twelve years. Speaking of being unlocked from the confines of the normal pace of space-time, have you seen Madam Web yet? I haven't. No. <laughs> you seemed so eager. You seem so eager. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It's been out for so long at this point. I know. I just haven't. Yeah, I just haven't gone to the... the, I mean, Takara will not see it with me. No, of course not. (laughs) So it would have to be just a visit on my own. I guess I could see... Go today. This next week. Go today! Let me see how much homework I have to do today. Go today! Oh, hold on. Now she's calling me. I have some small homework I have to do tonight, but... Let's see. It's time to get Madam webbed up. Let's see when Madam Web is <laughs> showing anywhere near me. You would have to go now. <laughs> Why aren't any of the small independent theaters showing it? <laughs> they shot it like they wanted it to be an indie movie. Yeah, I guess I could go to a... 9 p.m. show. 7, 7.15 showing of it if I wanted to. Oof. Well, if we blast through this recording, you can just go. Do your homework. <laughs> it seems like you are wanting me to see this movie more than... I want you to stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> I haven't thought about Madame Web in like six days. <laughs> I just know how badly you want to see it and the reviews are coming in and I know how important this movie is going to be to you. Uh, Formative movie. Exactly. I'm going to buy you the Blu-ray as soon as it comes out. (laughs) Just for revenge for Venom. (laughs) Yeah, I actually forgot that I own that movie. Yeah. Because I got it alongside a movie that I do like that's important to me. (laughs) I threw out Venom with the fake hay that was used to wrap the present. (laughs) Alright, welcome to, to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show... Where one of us is quizzed on something called a movie. 
Have you heard of these? Have you heard of these? Some people call them talkies. Mm-hmm. They're some people call them talkies. They're, <laughs> they're brand new on the scene. <laughs> Go to your local. Was it a Cinematech? I I've been just uh, watching them on those um, quarter machines where I get to yeah, see you just turn a little the clip. dial on a Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Imagine standing there for the length of silence. <laughs> no audio. No, no audio. <laughs> well, for this movie, you almost could. Uh, maybe. I think the impact of the fact that this movie is often quiet would be lost to you in a world where all movies are that way. <laughs> uh, and this is a, a talkie that they haven't seen yet. Um, wow, the other one is just going to an adult theater. <laughs> uh, what ragtime piano would underscore my vintage silence pornography? <laughs> wow i'm your co-host wes and this your other co-host ethan ethan recently discovered that he is 75 percent portuguese hispanic portuguese just like andrew garfield and adam driver discovered that they were from portugal so have i and Liam Neeson. Oh, especially Liam Neeson. <laughs> Do you hear his thick Portuguese accent through the movies? <laughs> All right. So, let's get down to business. We were talking about the movie Silence, our first Martin Scorsese movie. Uh, True or False was the first uh, category. And you said it was true that this movie... T- takes place almost entirely in japan that's true yes we dip our toes into china but not for too long it's macau but i thought it was south korea they said they were in macau Uh, and i don't know geographically where that is uh rodriguez and garupe are from the vatican you said false they aren't i don't know where they're from essentially all we know is they're from portugal yeah they're they're from Portuguese Vatican. <laughs> like, they have, like, an archdiocese of, like, Portugal. <laughs> but it's not its own city, unless it is. And I just no. don't know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to dive too much deeper into just how the church works. Because <laughs> it's religio like you don't have much to yeah. contribute. <laughs> I, I, I know precious little. Uh, Kichijiro is Rodriguez's and Garupe's guide in Saving Grace. You said false. I would argue more towards false, yeah. I mean, he yeah. like, he gets them there, but then he doesn't do much else after that. <laughs> He's not, he is a, a thorn in their side <laughs> constantly. He shows up at the worst moments <laughs> consistently. <laughs> to demand something for himself and then he is either imprisoned or leaves. After throwing away <laughs> his forgiveness. Yeah. No. The only comical character <laughs> in this. He's great though. Yeah. 
True or false, the Inquisitor doesn't know about Rodriguez and Garupe. You said true. No, he knows about them, I think. Yeah, it seems like almost immediately he knows. He knows everything. That dude's a brilliant tactician. <laughs> what he does with his tactics is, you know, questionable. For the, for the better good. <laughs> it's for, it's for the, he's doing the right thing, but <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. Can't take root. And he's great at doing it. Salt the earth. <laughs> Rodriguez refuses to step on an image of Jesus. You said true. He does it. Yep. But he doesn't like it. <laughs> is, is that part of the question? <laughs> no. But when we get to the next question, I might say that he does like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true or false, Kichigiro refuses to step on an image of Jesus. It's Absolutely not. My baby's <laughs> stepping all over that shit. <laughs> no hesitation. Anytime. <laughs> Every time they do it, the, the Inquisitor's just like, okay, just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What's your deal, man? <laughs> Multiple choice. You're rocking out a true or false with four, so that's pretty good. Hell yeah. Uh, where do the villagers hide Rodriguez and Garupe? You said on a boat. No. But they, they ain't the lonely island. No, they ain't the lonely island. They're, uh, they're in a little hut up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Did you have some, well, I think I've asked you this question. Were you the kid in high school who listens almost strictly to Lonely Island on their phone or iPod? No, because I also listened to Weezer, to video game. <laughs> Cake, video game soundtracks, and so much European EDM. I had a friend who listened solely to Lonely Island. It's not like, it's not like they have a ton of songs. <laughs> They do now. Now you absolutely could. Yeah, but well, back in 2013... Your choices were tur- <laughs> the album Turtleneck and Chain and whatever they released on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so it's like a total of like less than 20 songs. Yeah. <laughs> what do we not see the Inquisitor do to vis- villagers who don't apostolize, apostatize? Uh, you said we wouldn't see them cut off their heads. We see one head cut off, so we do see it. We see them drowned on crosses uh, during high tide, and we also see them hung upside down mm-hmm. with their blood leaking out of their heads, uh, but we do not see their eyes get scooped out. No, ain't no pump em carbon here. <laughs> pump em carbon. All right, boys, pump em carbon. <laughs> Why do Garupe and Rodriguez part ways? You said Garupe feels Rodriguez has lost his faith. Garupe might feel that, but that's not why they split up. Yeah, he brings it uh, up like one or two times. The, the, the Inquisition's on its way. Mm-hmm. Just trying to split up and make it harder to get them both. Let's split up, gang. Garupe seems to have been caught almost instantly. <laughs> Yes. Well, when you're Adam Driver, Driver's height in Japan, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be found. What is Kichijiro's deal? <laughs> you said, my favorite question. You said uh, he's just a genuinely nice guy. <laughs> I think that he thinks he's a genuinely nice guy. 
He is truly doing what's best and looking out for number one. Yeah. And that's Kichijiro. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> he makes it, man. You can't tell well, me that Kichijiro doesn't. doesn't survive to the end of the movie because he does. And then he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, what is his deal? He. You want me to give you the options again? I said yeah. he actually is the Inquisitor. You were tempted by that one. <laughs> Imagine like if Darth he was, Vader though. reveal. <laughs> Imagine if he was. Anyone, if you do watch this movie, watch it as though Kichijiro might be revealed to be the Inquisitor. <laughs> It'll change your experience in a really cool way, I think. The Inquisitor is so hardcore about stopping <laughs> these Catholics. He's going off the mainland <laughs> to draw them. people in. <laughs> Despite the fact that the Inquisitor has said, I don't want anyone coming in here, he's going to <laughs> scout new Christians. <laughs> Just to hunt them. <laughs> the most dangerous, dangerous game, game, Catholics. <laughs> Catholic priests. Uh, his deal is he claims to be Christian, but he always apostatizes. He'll always do it. <sighs> and he betrays. Yeah, um, and he does betray Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> he apologizes for it. Which Rodriguez accepts as very reluctantly. <laughs> yeah. Kichijiro's thing is he's not fucking around with... He's a little bit fucking around with Faith. But he's going to try to cover his ass if he can. Like He, do, he, he might think it's real. And so he's going to do his best to, like, I don't want to get smote. I don't want to go to hell. I'll do the bare minimum to not. Yeah, I think he is. I think if you were to ask him, he would call himself Christian. Except if you ask him at the beginning of the movie, in which case he would say he would deny vehemently. Yes. But um, that's the that's the devil's drink. Speaking of the room. Um, I think. Like, he offers the, like, counter to Rodriguez, who is, like, in order to... Rodriguez thinks in order to be faithful, you have to constantly um, stand by your faith. Mm -hmm. Preach your faith. Preach the word. But... Well, he does... I... There's obviously a lot to talk about with regards yeah. to Rodriguez and his... Well, uh, he changes over time. Yeah. But, like, Kichijiro, uh, like, at the... I'm just talking about the at the beginning, their, their stances. Mm. They're, like, on opposing sides. Like, Kichijiro offers the, like, kind of bad Christian perspective like the kichijiro's the... only going to church on christmas and yeah. easter <laughs> let's make that very clear um but it's like the the question is well is that also faith mm-hmm. like can you call that faith yeah yeah i have so... very little to offer in terms of discussion <laughs> what does gurupe try to s- who does gurupe try to save you said christians in line to be executed yeah they weren't in line 
they were be- current. They were in the act of being executed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, being thrown over a boat. Mm-hmm. Which, there. That's a pretty brutal one. Yeah. <laughs> so, audience, just so you're aware, if you don't, if you don't deal with this well, uh, this movie has a lot of squeamish moments. <laughs> you're gonna say if you haven't dealt with this. <laughs> if, you, if this is ever, <laughs> audience, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been taken from your farming village due to your religion, wrapped in a straw mat so that you can't move your arms or legs, and then dropped into the ocean and pushed down with a stick? Ethan has. Has this ever happened to you? I have. That happened in his first week in Japan. (laughs) Holy! I kept telling them. I'm not... I was was apostatizing the whole time. I was was stepping on Jesus anywhere I could go. They didn't believe me. Japan, the country where the roads are paved with images of Jesus' face. <laughs> it will never take root. <laughs> <laughs> never. It is everywhere, but... <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's stinky. <laughs> I just think about how many feet have been on it. Oh, <sighs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty brutal way to die. Group A tries to save them. They push him down with a stick. Uh, He dies. Yeah. Because he is... He's not looking good at that point. No, he's looking bad. He's looking bad. (laughs) He's wearing a leather jacket. He's wearing shades. (laughs) He's got a pocket comb. (laughs) He's picking his teeth with a toothpick. The first greaser. (laughs) (laughs) Greasers were created in Japan by the Portuguese. <laughs> uh, okay. So you walked away from multiple choice with zero points. Yeah. Okay. So suddenly you're back in dire straits. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's it's fine. I'll come back. Why do Rodriguez and Garupe travel to Japan? I nailed this. They got a letter from a guy who needs help. Yep. Well, your first guess was they're Naruto fans. I also nailed that. <laughs> Garupe, for most of the time they were in Portugal, he was like, obviously we have to save Father Ferreira, but if there's ninjas, I have to see the ninjas. <laughs> and then he starts doing hand signs. <laughs> yes. Uh, Father Ferreira does send a letter saying he's been captured. Pretty brutal opening scene as well, where we see. Yeah. Ferreira watching a ton of Christians being murdered. Yeah. I forgot how they were murdered. Were they just it's, stabbed? Because they were tied up. Like, they were yeah, crucified. Some of them were hanging. Some of them were... Yeah. It was a cacophony of... It's pretty rough. Yeah, murder. Uh, what does it mean to apostatize? You said self-flagellation or becoming even more devote. Mm, no, it's kind of the opposite of that. It's uh, it's renouncing your faith. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't make sense to me. Ah, uh, whatever. I, what I what exactly do you mean by that? Like from a, from a, what's the word I'm looking for? To dissect the pieces of a word, apostatize. Uh, I, I I can't piece it apart. I don't know what apost means. The only thing that's coming to mind is apoplectic, which means... So when you said it just doesn't make sense to me, you meant literally it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I I know a lot about Greek and Latin root words, and 
I, I just don't have the information to pull it apart. <laughs> riveting, riveting. This is a riveting podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is what people come here. It's it's for the stuff that I learned in my eighth grade advanced language arts class. That's that's what people. Not come even here what for. you learned. You're just stating what you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> actually telling know. you what I didn't learn, what I should have learned and didn't. Uh, what does Father Ferreira advise Rodriguez to do? This is one of the biggest twists. Settle down. Marry a Japanese woman. Watch Naruto. <laughs> it's great. You know, they don't know anything about astronomy here. <laughs> we could teach them. Yeah. Andrew uh, Garfield, did you know I'm from Portugal? Mr. Raz Al Ghul? <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone done fan art of Raz? From Monsters Inc. is Roz Al Cool. Or Roz from Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of options there of crossovers. <laughs> it is mostly those two, but But like also those are the only Roz's I've ever heard of, and they're heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, if you are named Roz, you're gonna be pretty big. You're gonna you're blow a main up. character. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, you're a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ferreira, you said Ferreira tells him to kill. I don't know what my note says. Really, he tells him to kill Garupe because he's trying to save the. the... I was saying some crazy shit. All yeah, I know I is that know. I was wrong. <laughs> Father Ferreira has revealed himself to have apostatized, and he's. Just working for the man now. Mm-hmm. He adopts a Japanese name, Japanese family. Adopts a wife. <laughs> adopts a wife from one of the Christians that was killed. <laughs> Pretty sweet deal. Yeah, it's what every white dude who moves to Japan is <laughs> is angling for. I wish that was a uh, more of a joke based not in truth. I mean, I'm laughing because of how truthful <laughs> I think people got the wrong idea from the movie Silence. Because <laughs> obviously every white guy moving to Japan has seen it. Yeah. What characters do we see die? You said Garupe and Ferreira. Mm, we see Garupe die. We hear about Ferreira dying. Yeah. So you get a point for that. Yeah. Garupe's the <laughs> main character that we see die. Like everybody else dies off screen. Yeah. Other than the countless people who die on screen and don't have names. And then what do you know about this movie? You said it's about Rodriguez and Garupe going on a mission trip. Um, It's grim historical fiction. Uh, You said it it probably wasn't based on true history. Mm -hmm. Not even a little bit. And uh, Catholic, it's about Catholic missionaries and... You said it was crazy, but a Shinto Inquisitor killing Christians. Not Shintoist, it's Buddhist. Yeah. There is a good discussion to be had about cultural... Um, what's, what am I trying to say? Planting cultural ideas in nations to... I mean, uproot. It's the right metaphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Existing tradition. Yeah. 
I mean, this is like you. I mean, you're, you, you're appalled by the actions the Inquisitor takes because he is a fanatic. Mm-hmm. He, he does but, seem to revel in the violence. That's what yeah. makes it, like... Well, I guess I shouldn't call him a fanatic because he does specifically say that he is simply just doing his job. Mm-hmm. Which is what fascists say, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't come across as, like, a religious extremist, is what I'm saying. No, no, no. It... He's just an authoritarian. <laughs> it's an authoritarian. It's a nationalist authoritarian. Th- it's fascism. It's just fascism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. But the but underlying the, but the, idea the conflict, see... the conflict doesn't seem to be like you can understand both sides of the conflict. Oh, absolutely. The actions are wrong, but the emotions supporting them are understandable. Yeah. And I think the movie does a really good job of really never giving you like answers. Like, mm-hmm. it also Martin Scorsese a... does a pretty good job of exploring both sides and mm-hmm. just kind of putting it out there for. Totally. I mean, it even. I don't know if we talk about this in any big regard, but it does go into Rodriguez and kind of inspect his own faith and whether it is a self-indulgent fanaticism which i find which i found really interesting and for the costuming and like lighting of the movie when he's imprisoned to directly compare him to the image of jesus and make you think this man is just trying to martyr himself like jesus right whether or not he believes in the faith also i just gotta say the picture of jesus that they show so fucking scary (laughs) well i mean that was like the art at the time i know i know i think religious painters back in the day should have just been better (laughs) i don't want the head of my religion to have hollow eyes (laughs) blasphemous yes i understand what i'm saying but uh is it blasphemous if you have no ounce of faith (laughs) Fair. What am I blaspheming against? The thing I don't believe in? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'll give you like a half point, I think. Okay. I think you got some of it right. Mm-hmm. It's two weebs in Japan. It's your classic hero's journey. <laughs> The typical weeb vacation. <laughs> I told you they were going to go to Akihabara, and they did. Um, and then the screen grab. Do you remember the screen grab at all? No, I'm going to have to pull it up. Uh, in this scene, you said this was post-sex. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's... Uh, it's the two guys on the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hey, Rodriguez, Rodriguez and Garupe enjoying the sunlight when they should not be. Yes, they've been in their hut for days. Yeah, they were asked times. not to step outside in the daylight because they would be seen. And guess what? They were seen instantly. <laughs> they also treat the men staring at them like dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Yep. Don't move. <laughs> But you said uh, this is Rodriguez and Garupe. They've been struggling, been hiding for days. Locals hid them. They haven't yeah. heard it is safe yet. And this is yeah. the first act. 
Yeah, that's all. So, that's it. That's, <laughs> you I get nailed the full it. Four points. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say exactly what was coming after. I also said that they were praying to God for salvation, which I think they kind of always are. Yeah. Especially that Garupe. <laughs> that Garupe. Can't wait to get to our second question of the season. Um, okay, so some bonus questions. Why do I love the Inquisitor character? There's one thing in particular that just draws my attention to him. Uh, you probably like his really weird squeaky voice. <laughs> That's exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> his voice is just intoxicating. <laughs> He's awesome. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> Whether he's speaking in Japanese or in English, it's like, oh man. <laughs> I could listen to this guy all day long. He's in a bunch of shit. Uh, yeah. I want to look him up again. Uh, I think I saw that he was in Shin Godzilla in a minor he role. W- there was a... No, there. he might have been in Shin Godzilla, but I know for sure that one of the Christians that they meet on the island the first time, he's in every single Shin something <laughs> movie. <laughs> Because I, right. I remember staring at him, I was like, I've seen this motherfucker so recently. <laughs> uh, let me look it was up a names. bizarre to see him out of the context of. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when does Godzilla do. show? When does fucking common Rider show up and start murdering people? Uh, let me just look up these names because I I don't like talking about actors without knowing. Them. I like to keep them mysterious. It keeps them hampered. Yeah, they don't deserve any sort of global appeal. Uh, the guy I'm talking about is Shinya Tsukamoto, who plays Mokichi. I don't know if you remember that no. character name. But then the Inquisitor Inoue. Issei Ogata has been in truly so much shit. But we... Oh, yeah. Nothing that I think we've covered on the show before. No. But I did recognize him. Yeah. Some, someone in this movie was in Ichi the Killer, but I think that was the the translator, mm. who I also think is awesome. Uh, what do the soldiers do with the drowned bodies? Do you remember? Or do you want to get... Want yeah, to they the throw options? them into a pyre and they burn them. And yeah. then they get all smoked up. Cremate them. True or false, we hear Jesus' voice in this movie. <laughs> Hell yeah, we do! <laughs> it was jarring! <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. Sorry, and just to talk about it, uh, the guy who plays the translator uh, is Tadanobu Asano, who we have seen before in this show. Uh, he played Lord Raiden in the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Something that connects us to one of our favorite movies of the pandemic. Hey, man, it's not his fault the movie was bad. He's also in Thor Ragnarok. Is Hogan. Oh, yes. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. I did like that one. Yeah. Thor Love and Thunder left such a bad taste in my mouth that I'm like, I hate Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, Tadanobu Asano's been in another movie. He's in Redline, which we also covered. No, we never covered it because Daryl didn't come on the show. That's right. I was going to do that movie, but then he wasn't. It's like, I've not seen this movie. I'm pretty sure. All right, Ethan. uh, 
Would you watch this movie again? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I would. Really? Yeah, it uh I had a really hard time while watching it, but like in terms of anything I've seen by Martin Scorsese, this is the most impressed I think I've been with something that I've watched from him. Mhm. It's he he clearly had a vision when he was making this movie, and I think he executed on his vision perfectly. I'm really glad that we've covered a couple of Akira Kurosawa movies on the show because watching this movie, I was like, yeah, he clearly was influenced by Kurosawa and he nailed the execution on like making a Kurosawa film. Yeah. Like there are so many shots. He's even able to get the color grading to look like certain shots in um, Rashomon. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is nuts. I mean, he is a guy that, like, I would believe if he's seen almost every movie. Yeah. Let's get him on. (laughs) We could probably get his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) One way or another. (laughs) We'll get it. We'll get that daughter. (laughs) And that crazy dad, too. Yeah. But as we were saying, the performances are super good. Uh... Inoue is amazing. Uh, the translator's really good. Uh, Kichijiro's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Andrew Garfield's very good. Yeah. It's... Uh, I would definitely say this movie's good. I would probably watch it again. I don't know when. It's, not it's like a, a hard watch. That's yeah. the thing. Um, But it is a good movie. It, it really has a a really nuanced perspective on faith and really wrestles with it and never gives anyone very clear-cut answers or directions on how mm-hmm. someone should struggle with faith. Um, yeah, just a good movie. I would uh, say my only major complaint is that when you start the movie... It will be very jarring and appear somewhat offensive that the people in the Japanese countryside live in derelict homes with nothing and seem incredibly uneducated. Okay. But then you do go to like a major Japanese city and it's like, oh no, they're they're just people. They're people. They're portrayed as people. But a yeah. lot of the Christians in the countryside are portrayed as nearly non-human. Yeah. I mean, this is also right after like a major rebellion, so mm. it would. There's probably make... some historical context I don't have. Yeah, I mean, but this as is a warning, a, with yeah, there's like a major Christian rebellion that was like stamped down hard, and mm-hmm. so I would imagine that it created some inequity. Yeah, in a world <laughs> where. <laughs> Education is one of the hardest things to receive. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that people on the fringe of society wouldn't receive it and would likely cling to faith so deeply because it's the only time that they get anything like an education, like learning how to read and <laughs> how to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, how about that M driver? <laughs> Did he carry this movie? <laughs> Absolutely, he did. 
<laughs> Adam Driver's in this movie for maybe a total of ten minutes. No, he's he's in this movie for like forty minutes, but he is close as close you can get between a secondary character and a background character. That he gets second billing in the movie is crazy. Yeah. He doesn't do it like the most that you really get to see Adam Driver do is like the 25 seconds before his character dies. <laughs> I don't think he's bad by any means. I don't think his no. Portuguese accent is very good. Yeah, fair. But I don't think anyone's is. But then my question to you was, do you even know what a Portuguese accent sounds Vaguely. Like? I know vaguely what a Portuguese <laughs> accent sounds like. Yeah, no, he does not carry this movie. No, fucking this Issei Ogata. This is for who's... him to <laughs> carry. No. Inquisitor Inoue carries this fucking movie. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield. And Andrew. Andrew, I gotta say, Andrew Garfield does a very good job. He's able to act through the accent, which I think is important. There is a part where he's screaming, and I'm like, he's just using his normal accent. But screaming in an accent is one of the hardest things to do. Sure. Yeah, I I stand by the fact that I think Andrew Garfield's a very talented actor. Yeah, the Spider-Man movies weren't his fault. He's good in the social network. Mm-hmm. And his background is primarily in Broadway as well. So. Yeah. I'd be interested to see him on the stage. He did uh, Death of a Salesman with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's a production I would have liked to have seen. Who did he play in that? Biff? Yeah, he played Biff. He played Willie. (laughs) (laughs) Philip Seymour Hoffman played Happy. (laughs) It was an age flipped (laughs) of a salesman. And it was better? (laughs) (laughs) It worked. All right, Ethan, you want to know what your total score is? Yeah, sure. It's 13 and a half. Oh, this is one of your. You've taken the lead by <laughs> by one point two. <laughs> Wait, one yeah. point uh, eight. One point eight. eight. <laughs> 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 it is turned back into a nail biter. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't do predicted scores. It's just it's mm-hmm. just close and scary. Yeah. No, Silence was a was a cool was a cool watch. Yeah. I'd do silence again. I would love to sit in silence. Hey, so far, two movies that we've covered with the silence in the title? Both pretty good. <laughs> Who would have thought Martin Scorsese could direct a movie? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. Alright, uh we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna be back with Logan. Lucky! Wait, no. Lo- the X-Men? <laughs> You've seen it. I'm quizzing you on a movie. For the first time ever, I'm quizzing Wes on a movie that he has seen. We're back. Febreze. How bad is it that that's the Febreze jingle? <laughs> um, I thought you were doing the Nick Kroll character for a second. I don't know who Nick Kroll is. Yes, by choice. Do. 
by choice. I refuse. What, just because a caveman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because cavemen didn't take off. <laughs> I, I was in his corner, but he lost me when he couldn't get the traction on cavemen. I loved his performance, but it didn't take off. I love that in the series they try and portray Neanderthals as a racial minority. <laughs> it just makes sense. Wesley, I'm quizzing you on the movie Logan Lucky. Which it may help you for context to know this is a Steven Soderbergh directed film. I'm Logan. I'm Logan. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm gonna. That's how I think the movie's gonna start when Adam Driver's doing the hand like around the world. <laughs> uh, it's called the Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch. That's true or false, Wesley. Clyde Logan, played by our now good friend Adam Driver, lost his arm the moment he touched down in Iraq. Hmm. I'm gonna say no. False. Okay. The moment. <laughs> The moment his foot touched wheels the ground. hit the ground, not wheels. Was... His, his foot hits the ground. But wouldn't his feet already be on the ground of the airplane? Okay, I am not going to get into a long discussion on what the word "ground" means, <laughs> because I would call the interior bottom of an airplane the floor, and I do and not some call. People treat the floor and ground as synonyms <laughs> and those are the freaks that wear their shoes inside the house and guess who's doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> well that's a high kick <laughs> true or false joe bang's favorite vending machine food is two hard-boiled eggs and fake salt yeah hell yeah <laughs> Who, who doesn't love uh, an unwrapped, hard-boiled egg out of a vending machine? Mm -hmm. I'm picturing it like it's like skewered into the like, corkscrew thing. <laughs> the fucking metal has to shake to get it off. <laughs> the yolk is like brittly falling out. <laughs> uh, you have to scoop them <laughs> off the ground. They give you a spoon. <laughs> True or false, the crew during this heist is stealing money from a large Walmart-sponsored NASCAR event. Yeah, I stayed by Walmart. So you, you want them to steal from Walmart, so you're standing by Walmart? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be on Walmart's side while watching this movie? Well, I think they're going to steal from Walmart, and then I'm going to stand by Walmart. <laughs> Walmart's the underdog. Mm-hmm. True or false, the driver of the energy drink car loves downing his beverage. Yes. This is the hardest question you've ever asked me. Mm -hmm. I've asked some hard questions on this show. Like a real journalist. <laughs> you've exposed my corruption time and time again. I have. I have. And guess what? I've called the SWAT team. <laughs> You've swatted me I swat, I'm half a dozen you. times, <laughs> but now I finally have evidence. This time it'll stick. This time I will die <laughs> while being swatted. <laughs> Most of the time, when the SWAT team pins you to the ground and puts the barrel of their gun to the back of your head, 
they can't pull the trigger because they say insufficient evidence. <laughs> A they big leave. cyber. <laughs> <They leave>. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? The prisoners demand that their warden add a copy of the last two Game of Thrones books to their library in order to release the hostages. Uh, I hope that's false. I don't appreciate any media that acknowledges Game of Thrones as a pop culture cornerstone. <laughs> the past At least of years. all the books. Yeah. And then my final what if true... you were swatted by the... <laughs> Guys from Monsters Inc. Twenty three nineteen. I don't want to get swatted by those guys because they have no regard for property. <laughs> They're not going to pay to replace my windows. Now and the they American have no accountability. No accountability. <laughs> They're a private corporation. I want to make it very clear. <laughs> Oh, God, is the world of Monsters, Inc. an even more (laughs) privatized world than we live in now? I think it is, because energy is incredibly privatized. True. But I would say less of an oligarchy, because it seems like there is legitimate competition between the various energy companies of Monsters, Inc. You could have brought in a child, a child, (laughs) sleeping in the night. <laughs> that you were trying you remember to that do? TikTok? <laughs> no. No? no. <laughs> There's a TikTok, I'll send it to you, where it's like the the practice scenario mm-hmm. where they're having monsters like practice scaring yeah. kids. And they they're like, and we shouldn't leave the door open because <laughs> then he's like, uh I don't forget what his answer is. Because there would and be then... a draft? And then the head guy comes in and he's like, you could have let it a child, a child sleep. Yeah, it was good. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Top 10. All right. Uh, and my last true or false question. The Logans don't actually keep the money they steal. That's true. Um, they put it in a bank. (laughs) (laughs) If you put it in a bank, it's not yours anymore. (laughs) Which is what we need to think. That's why my money's under the mattress. Under the floorboards. (laughs) (laughs) Under the floorboards, Spongebob. (laughs) Yes, I know Mr. Krabs keeps his money in his mattress. That's why he can't sleep. And then he replaces his mattress and then they have to go to the dump to get a new mattress back. Who's that curvy cutie? (laughs) We're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about it. Hey, folks, if you're listening to this show and you've never seen a little TV show called SpongeBob SquarePants, I'd recommend it. Even more, the Patrick Star Show. I'm so afraid to open that hellhole. Oh, I will never. I'm a Camp Coral fan. <laughs> I love that they have all the characters in SpongeBob have known each other their entire lives. Yeah, despite the fact that we see the episode where Sandy moves to Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Multiple choice. Number one. 
Why does Jimmy Logan, Channing Tatum, get fired from his sinkhole repair job? A. He had an undisclosed work injury. B. They're laying off workers for cheaper contractors. C. He walked into a restricted area. Or D. The company's just super vague about it and they just fire him. Uh, I'm going to go with layoffs. You gotta love a layoff. A company's gotta stay afloat. We all love them, including the people who are laid off. Oh, wise man once said, I'd kidnap a thousand children before I let this company (laughs) die. (laughs) I'd lay off a thousand employees before I let this company die. (laughs) So whenever you're mad at a company for laying off workers, Picture Mr. Waternoose from Monsters, Inc. And know that you're harming a true champion of the people. I should uh, make that like my uh, ringtone. <laughs> I I would. That's, that would be a good one. Multiple choice. Number two. What code word means that the Logans must start a heist? A. Mountain Mama. B. Roll Tide. C. Cauliflower, or D, heist time. I'm going to go with heist time. I don't know what I thought Logan Lucky was, but I really did not think it would be a heist. Well, it is. <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I know you have. Which makes it how many heist movies you've shown me now? I don't know. One? No, you've shown me... Uh... Should you do the sting? Yeah, the sting. It's the I only other one. At I... least one other one. Anyways, folks, I want to make it very clear. I love a heist. I've never seen any of the Ocean's movies. I should you Agent Cody Banks. Uh, multiple choice number three. Why doesn't Joe Bang's bomb blow up when it's supposed to? A. The chemical mixture was wrong. B. Clyde was too close and it had to be diffused. C. Too much Mountain Dew. Or D. He tied the bag too many times. Too much Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to really get pandering. They're going to hold it up to the screen and they're like, uh-oh, yeah. we used too much Mountain Dew. Now available at your local Kroger. And they're like, And then they'll say explicitly, blue collar people love this stuff. You love a drink. <laughs> <sighs> How do Clyde and Joe break back into prison? A. Aboard a laundry delivery. C. Clipping holes in the fence during recess. C. Crawling up a garbage chute. Or D. Dressed as fireman. I'm going to go with fireman. Sexy fireman. Shirt open. Well, knowing that Adam Driver is one of them, right? Mm -hmm. With his weird length torso. (laughs) <laughs> Weird length head. He's a strange looking individual. I think he's a great actor, but um fuck shit. God damn it. Oh no. My next question What song does Jimmy Logan's daughter perform at her talent show? A Umbrella B Push It C Surprisingly, the exact same song from Little Miss Sunshine. Or D, 
Almost Heaven. West Virginia. I actually don't know what that song is. We'll just put West Virginia. Are you listening to this? I can't hear it. You can't hear the cat cries directly into the microphone? Surprisingly, no. Well, you'll hear it in the audio. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Little Miss Sunshine song. If it's uh, if it's a blue-collar movie, then it needs to be in this blue-collar movie. The blue-collar movie universe. Yes. All right, moving on to open-ended. My first question, I wondered about leaving his presence a surprise and then decided just to prepare you for it ahead of time. What type of Seth MacFarlane character does Seth MacFarlane play in this movie? Please let it be a hot dog. Please. I'll give you three guesses. Um, a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down already. Um, just a weed guy. Okay, I said Seth MacFarlane. You're going Seth oh. Rogen. Seth MacFarlane is Family Guy. Fuck. I'll redact hot dog for you, and I'll give you three new guesses. Man, I'm still wishing it was a hot dog. You know what? I'll leave hot dog for you. I'll give you three more guesses. <laughs> wow, even though he knows it's right. Um, <laughs> evil businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, cr- uh, creepy, creepy loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, just himself? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just for good measure? Just gonna say hot dog again. I feel like Seth MacFarlane doesn't really have much range when he's actually acting himself. <laughs> so... Well, it'll be up to you to determine whether or not he was able to utilize his range effectively <laughs> in Logan Lucky. I'm a little less excited to see this movie now, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Look, I had to warn you ahead of time, because it's incredibly <laughs> jarring when he shows up. And it's even worse when he starts talking. <laughs> he won't please be around let him that do long. The Brian voice, please. Buddy, <laughs> I wish it was the Brian voice. I can't believe they killed him and then brought him back. What? All right, Wesley. Here's the question. That's I need to send. start watching that show again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back in. Wesley, here's the question that's gonna get you thrown in jail if you know the answer. What candy completes the explosive? that also contains bleach and potassium chloride. Oh, I have no idea. Um, Just name me some candies. And the second you get one, you're going to get swatted so hard. <laughs> Skittles. Uh, those pixie sticks. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Butterfinger. You know what this bomb needs? <laughs> Butterfinger. <laughs> what would you do for a butterfinger butter <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to think of what the butterfinger i don't think they have a jingle because <laughs> i'm thinking like lay your fingers off my butterfinger but that's like lego my ego yeah I, it was like a bart simpson thing in the early 2000s but what was it well, we'll look it up and put it in the show uh, description. Yeah, we. I actually called them to do a sponsorship, so we we already said it earlier <laughs> in the episode. Uh, 
Open-ended, why does the investigation into the robbery stop? Um, it stops because the money just doesn't matter. You could say that for most heists. So, Americans listening, just remember, money doesn't matter. Uh, someone comes forward. Mm-hmm. A terrorist attack happens on American soil. <laughs> Resources need to be redirected. <laughs> what is this movie and why haven't you seen it? Okay, so this is about a, a, a veteran who has come back to his local stomping grounds. Uh, it's kind of like the Rust Belt. Not a lot of jobs. So they decide to, he and his friends, family, decide to do a heist of, um, I'm just going to go with Walmart, I guess. Or just a superstore in the area. Because that store has been shutting down all the local business. Um, And then there's an investigation, but, you know, when there's a terrorist attack on American soil, resources get diverted, (laughs) and the little guy gets a a win for now. Wait until Luckier Logan, the sequel, (laughs) when he's lucky enough to be caught and imprisoned. (laughs) Guess what, motherfucker? You're about to be rehabilitated. (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) Logan. Yeah, Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite's in the next one. <laughs> Does Logan have large talons? <laughs> I don't understand a word you just said. <laughs> <laughs> when I found one of them during the during the anniversary screening, someone asked about Lyle, and they're like, Lyle was the his name his real name was lyle he was a farmer that grew up near the director yeah there's no way that wasn't a real guy (laughs) and uh during that scene in particular where he's just mumbling the director just said lyle tell me what you were telling me earlier (laughs) (laughs) just filmed him That's really good. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? It worked. (laughs) That's funny. All right. I have sent Wesley my screenshot. What is this? This is a table that has four jars on it and egg cartons and what looks like a poor man's terrarium with nail polish. Okay. This is the making of a bomb. Unlike any bomb that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. If this is all it takes to make a bomb, I don't know why there aren't more Unabombers. <laughs> um, this is... They're preparing for the heist. We're going to see like a montage of them getting prepared. It's just a, a moment in the montage. This looks like maybe jelly beans in the jars. Maybe that's the candy. Um, the, the person who we see their hand, 
I'm just going to say it's Adam Driver. Um, it's Adam Driver. It's a safe guess. There's one actor you know for sure who's in the movie. You might as well guess him. Well, there's two I know, actually. There's three, but well, three. I would oh, yeah, three. But I wouldn't really call Seth an actor. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about this. When is it? This is in the second act. Beginning of the second act. Alright. Sounds good. <laughs> I just I just stopped talking and I end the show. <laughs> just press stop. <laughs> I'm done. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan 35.3 points and Wesley 33.5 points. You can find this week's movie on a rental service. It's not available for streaming anywhere right now. On Letterboxd, you can follow me at eGeese, and you can follow Wesley at BabyWesley. And remember, Pokemon Legends Mr. Mime will be announced at the next Pokemon live event. I'm predicting it. I'm calling it now. You owe me $50 if I'm right. So you can buy the game. Okay, bye. Bye.